Dear listeners, thank you for checking out The Heated Table. While this is the podcast version of the episode, this episode is also available on our YouTube channel titled The Heated Table. There, you can see our reactions and fun visuals as we discuss each webtoon. Thanks for being here, and we hope you enjoy it! Hello, welcome everyone to The Heated Table, where if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. So tonight we have a very heated discussion at our actual working heated table. And yeah, my name is May. I'll be facilitating tonight's discussion here with our co-hosts. My name is Onion. I'm Cash. Ami. So I'm very excited for tonight's theme. Our theme is Isekai. For those of you who don't know, isekai is usually a subgenre of fantasy, which involves a person or persons being transported into a different world. Isekai means exactly that. It's Japanese for other world. This person usually has all their thoughts and previous knowledge of the world that they lived in before. And two of the webtoons that we're reading today has a character that is living in a world different from their own. And I just want to have a little disclaimer, not all of our webtoons today are isekai, even though our theme is isekai, because we kind of switched around some of the webtoons that we were doing for today. Our appetizer for the sake of Sita is not an isekai genre. However, it does involve a character who is transported into a different time. So yeah, let's just get started, I guess. But before that, we are not sponsored. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not sponsored. But if you want to drink what we're drinking, um, we are drinking uh, First Harvest. Wait, let me do what the beauty YouTubers do. Yeah, you know. If we were sponsored, this would be a lot smoother. Yeah. Anyway, we're drinking First Harvest. Good night, Rubus. And the reason why we're drinking Sleepy Time Tea is because we're doing Isekai Fantasy. This is like bedtime story vibes. You know, that's why we're all in our pajamas right now. <laughs> So, very nice. Just for you. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, let's get started. So, our appetizer, For the Sake of Sita. So, a little bit of information about it. It has 27 million views, has about 200,000 subscribers, and a rating of 9.5. So, this is a really short webtoon. It's about 12 chapters long. Um, but let me read the synopsis. A medical student passionately falls in love with a fallen goddess during his volunteer abroad in Nepal. And he desperately tries to fight off destiny to save his love. Ooh, very fancy, very fancy. I'm not sure exactly who suggested it, suggested this one. I think it was Cash, right? Yeah, it was very short, very sweet, very heartwarming. So I do want to note that this webtoon is based off of Nepali culture or Nepalese culture. The main female protagonist, she Sita, becomes a Kumari when she's young. So because this webtoon has a lot of Nepalese culture, I took a little bit of snippet from like Wikipedia. <laughs> and it's, this is like a shortened form of it to just give us a brief summary about what one of the main focuses of the story is. So this is the description or the summary. Kumari is the tradition of worshipping a chosen virgin as manifestations of the divine goddess or divai in dharmic religious traditions. The word Kumari is derived from Sanskrit, meaning princess. In Nepal, a Kumari is a pre... I can't say that word, honestly. <laughs> What's pre-pubescent? Yeah, pre-pubescent. Yes. In Nepal... <laughs> Same. In English Nepal, a Kumari is a pre... 
prepubescent. Selected from the Shakya caste of the Nepalese Nuwadi Buddhist community. So this doesn't happen all over Nepal. It happens in specific, like some communities around Nepal. While there are several Kumaris throughout Nepal, the best known is the Royal Kumari, and she lives in the palace in the center of the city. The selection process for her is especially rigorous. In Kathmandu Valley, this is a particularly prevalent practice. The Kumari is believed to be the incarnation of Teluju, a manifestation of the goddess Durga. When her first menstruation begins, it is believed that the deity vacates her body. Serious illness or major loss of blood from an injury also causes loss of deity. So now on to our questions. And I think you guys have your character summaries up too, which this webtoon only has a couple characters. So not too, not too bad, not too bad. So because this webtoon is pretty short, I want to just kind of focus more on the story today and a little bit more on the like the characters, but more focus on the story today and like the meaning behind it. So my first question, yes. how did each of you feel when you started reading the story while you were in the middle of the story and by the end of the story? Uh, in the beginning of the story, it, it, it wasn't much feeling. It was just like, oh, this, like, could they introduce a girl who was, who was a Kumari and then was, uh, left out because what stops them from being a Kumari is when they have their first menstrual period because they think whatever blood leaves from your body is impure. So she was considered impure and was abandoned from the temple. So that was the first. It was kind of like, oh, rip. And then <laughs> in the middle of the story, it was very hopeful, I would say, very happy for how the guy who went back in time to save the love of his life and guide her and have her have a better future. And then at the end, it wasn't sad. It was not heartbreaking, but like, it was like- Bittersweet. Oh, bittersweet it was. Mm -hmm. It was bittersweet, but it was a very good ending. That was my little coaster of emotions. Mm. For me, I wasn't really sure what to expect when I started reading. I had gone into the story without really knowing anything about it. So when I started reading, I thought it was pretty interesting that it was based off of um, Nepalese, you know, tradition. So I hadn't known anything about the tradition before reading this. I did read a little bit up on it, not a ton, but I did read up a little bit on it after I was done reading all 12 episodes because this is a pretty short webtoon to see like where were the inaccuracies because they're definitely it's definitely doesn't it's just follow. dramatized it's very drama very drama it definitely does not follow like strictly as what the real you know real tradition yeah. in nepal happens it doesn't really follow that to the t but it's definitely very drama but it was it was entertaining but i think it is definitely a reminder like all the things that you read in media is not an accurate representation of um the real world so but yeah it was it was good i liked it the beginning i felt a little bit but i wasn't sure what to expect in the middle I was kind of getting like, I was going to like, you know, red flag. I was like, oh my God, is this guy going to become a pedophile? Like, yeah. let's not go there. But, you know, he ended up just being like a grandpa figure to her and guiding um, Sita. So, and then at the end, like it was bittersweet, like Onion said, just because he still sacrificed himself for her to have a good life. But, you know, he, it's bittersweet because he's not 
experiencing those emotions. He's experiencing it as like a parental like guardian figure. Yeah. So. I mean, I think you kind of, once you get to the ending, you're like, oh yeah, you kind of sign up for this. Mm -hmm. Because so, okay, in the beginning, in the beginning, uh, all I could think about was her. um, Because it kind of does say a little bit of like, all people think of you is as like a an ex-prostitute. And I was like, damn. Like, what would that be like? But also you begin afresh starting in a new country. Um, so that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, good for her. And then the middle, in the middle, she dies. So when he yeah. goes to the temple and it says, would you give up? And then it's like the parentheses. And you don't know what he's giving up. But then, like, the story is called For the Sake of Sita. So he gives he gives up his Sita. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So his, like, version of her. Yeah. And so goes that, back in time. That's what yeah. I thought was interesting. I was kind of confused throughout most of the story. But then by the end, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. It yeah. clicks. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, he definitely does give up his version of Sita in order for her to, you know, have a better life. That's, it's, yeah, it's an interesting concept. Weird, though, because he also, like, almost recreates the same version of Sita that right. he had. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because he's like, this is what you used to say. And this mm-hmm. is how you used to be. Yeah, the stuff that she told him mm-hmm. in like basically a past life. The stuff that she told him in the past life, he's now telling her, but then she's saying it. So it's like, oh my God, it's kind of a loop. It's yeah. her, but it's it. not really her. It, right, right, right. It's kind of mm-hmm. crazy. Different timelines, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dimensions. Timelines. <laughs> um, I'm going to skip around a little bit. So... After Sita dies, Song Min basically makes a deal with the goddess, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think the goddess is supposed to be the original goddess of like yeah. Durga, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the goddess, that d- goddess is who manifests in the Kumari, right? Mm-hmm. And then he goes back in time and meets like time, but he like, because he goes back in time, he also gets older, right? Mm-hmm. He sacrifices his time and his, I guess, young life youth youth basically in yeah. a way for him to go back in time a couple years mm-hmm. right because he that's what i thought like he mm-hmm. aged quite a bit right and mm-hmm. then goes back so what's your point <laughs> i'm just saying like that's how i understood yeah. the story is that uh, yeah. okay okay i feel like it's so i guess if you if i was in his position it wasn't more like oh i am I'm losing her because I'm giving her up to somebody else. It's more like he loved her when she was older, right? Like, oh, this is my wife. And mm-hmm. now he showed another... I like how they showed different types of love. Yeah. yeah. How he showed love as like a significant other, as a, as a lover, and then showed love as a parental figure. And I felt it was so cruel of how they literally, after she bled, and then they automatically kicked her out of the temple... And then she has she doesn't know how to read, she doesn't know how to write, doesn't know her language. Mm-hmm. Um and then she literally knows nothing. It's like if we were let's say we suddenly aged ten years, like we went to a coma, slept for ten years and woke up, and then we're just off on our own. Mm-hmm. Like eighteen years old, now you're just have to make a living. To go off of that, when she was younger, she didn't really know her, her expectation of her parents was mm-hmm. to become a Kumari to save her younger brother, right? Mm-hmm. And But she didn't really understand the implications or what her future might be for choosing that kind of path. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, was like was her path already pre-chosen just because of the way she was born? 
or but mm. I feel like sometimes parents put us in that position where they put expectations on us as young children and then we don't oftentimes we grow up and we're like oh that kind of screwed me up so there's a little bit of that in that yeah. too or even like society like taxes dude <laughs> like after high school and after college and then you get a job tax following your taxes is such a daunting task yeah. because you can easily mess up and what if you get tax fraud you know so I still don't know how to do my taxes, right? <laughs> so you know, it's wild. Okay, so I know, but the fact that they like already know the information and we still gotta file it, like that's yeah. all I gotta say. I think for Sita, like part of what made her character though is the like the selflessness. Like that was yeah. always part of her character and why she was so willing to go through that help her brother but also even help the people that she was competing against yeah which the other girly made like very obvious i liked how i was rooting for her um <laughs> but yeah like i think it was kind of i don't know i feel like it maybe is a, a story about love um even though i was also like is this gonna get weird yeah i yeah. know i got scared for a second um, i was like please don't go that route but Definitely shows the different kinds of love. Yeah, different kinds of love um, and sacrifice, Mm -hmm. different kinds of sacrifice. Even him, though, like he had his whole life ahead of him Mm -hmm. still. Like he just got married. Mm -hmm. Um, He's a doctor, so he can make good money. And he chose to sacrifice all of that Mm -hmm. to go back to try to help her. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, I have one more question. So in the beginning of the story, we see that Songmin, he like gives, uh, when he meets Sita and then they spend a year together basically mm-hmm. before she suddenly dies. And I think about this sometimes. Yeah. I know not all of us have significant others, but would you want to die before your SO or would you no. want to die after your SO? I want to die before. <laughs> I even told my parents, I told my parents, I was like, what if I just died before you guys did? And they, well, no, no. I asked them questions like, Oh, what would you do if I got hit by a car? What would you do if I like got kidnapped and things like that? Or I asked them, oh, what if I just like, you know, disappeared? Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, no, first they get really mad and they don't answer my question. They go like, what if I drowned? What would you do? That's a stupid question. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm a type of person. I, I know the feeling it would feel to lose someone really, really close. So instead of me going through that pain, I was just like, have them go through that pain. <laughs> so you would want Not to you go. Guys. You would want to go away first. The, I would want to go away first, but at the same time, I know I wouldn't want to bestow that feeling towards them. It's too late. You already made your choice. I just I, I would rather die Onion before my significant done. other. Okay. <laughs> like, my significant other can suffer. Um, me too. Yeah, I think. And if you have to like reframe it about like your parents or whatever, that would work too. The same way that Onion reframed it. Um. I don't know. The question kind of reminds me of mom. I'm sorry. Right. (laughs) I don't know if, I mean, yeah, okay. I don't, I wouldn't want to have them go through the feeling of grief because grief is hard. Mm -hmm. So, but then me saying that is kind of like. I don't want to go through grief either. (laughs) That too, but you saying I don't want them to go through grief was technically me implying that they would probably die before me, right? (laughs) So I'm technically saying that they would have to die. You know, with that question. But well, you're not saying they would have to die, but, but you would. But what? it's implying yeah. that they would die. If I chose not to die, then they're going to die. Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't want them to go through grief, but at the same time, they're dying. So that's also painful, I guess. Yeah, I wouldn't want them to go through grief. So 
technically I'm saying they would die before me. Yeah. <laughs> you would want your yeah person to die, to die before you. What about you, Cash? Um, I don't know. I feel like it's a hard question because, like, we can die any day. Like, yeah, it's sure. really just random. Um, if I, like, had to pick, though, yeah, I'd probably want to die first. Like, we can mm-hmm. be sad. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to be sad. Yeah, right? It's selfish, but so. at the same time, it's like, honestly, though, still. Yeah, it's 50-50. Yeah. So. yeah then everyone suffers. May the odds yeah. be ever in your yeah. favor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just out here. I, I asked my boyfriend this last night while I was putting these notes together. So email. <laughs> And he was like, oh, I would want you to die first because. <laughs> I mean, I know it's the question, but just like him saying that. I know, but he was like, no, oh, I want so you, weird. I would want, he's like, I don't want you to suffer. So I would want you to, I would want to live longer than you so that you don't have to suffer. And he then, said, I'm going to get remarried, bro. And then I told him, <laughs> I told him, wait, I would want I told him, wait, I would want you, like, I would want to live longer than you. That's what you told him? Yeah. So we both, like, want to live longer than each other so uh, that we both don't So you're have, immortal? No, don't <laughs> So that we both don't have to experience, like, grief. Yeah. Oh, so so it was, yeah, interesting. Interesting that we had the same, like, oh, we don't want each other to experience the loss yeah. of one another. So we would want to live longer. <laughs> Immortality. <laughs> but yeah i think that wraps up our discussion for this webtoon it's very short i highly recommend it. it's only 12 chapters long so mm-hmm. if you get the chance go ahead and read it or if you have already read it then good job good job <laughs> what are your thoughts tbh um i yeah us or the viewers, the viewers. The viewers. I'm curious yeah. this webtoon's pretty short so there isn't like a lot to go off of but there's still a lot of there's so much like there's a lot of layers. Yeah, there's a lot of layers. There's not going on. Yeah. So I thought it was I wonder, I'm curious about the author. Like, is the author um Nepalese or are they Korean? That's what I want to know. Oh. Because I feel like who the author is is really gonna change my <laughs> perception on like if the author is Nepalese. I feel like the author might be Korean. Korean because the main guy is from Korea. The yeah. Mama's from Korea. Mm-hmm. So I just I wonder. It kind of would change my perception. How so? I don't know. It's just like I don't know. Like it would make it less enjoyable for you if it was not a. It's not that it's less enjoyable. It's it's just interesting. I'd say that yeah. they chose Nepalese culture as a topic, or I guess it's kind yeah, of that random. This in is a sense. also a pretty old webtoon too. It came out in what two thousand, maybe two thousand eleven or something. I don't mm-hmm. know when it came out. It came out pretty early on in like webtoons. Webtoon, yeah. And from when I was reading the comments, apparently it won like a competition, which is why it was published as. I mean, it's really good. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's not and gonna. It's like short because it was for a mm-hmm. competition. I think it's also a little bit like. Hmm. I don't know. I think the inclusion of the red light district and her disease and how she got sick, but also like the children that mm-hmm. she would later on help mm-hmm. um, is very real mm-hmm. of being like she she had such a good life um, and then eventually ended up in the red light district, mm-hmm. which made her life kind of go downhill after um, getting sick. But like that was just their reality for a lot of the children. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, poor countries like. There's a lot of poverty. Yeah. Even rich countries, there's, yeah, poverty, there's poverty. So yeah. yeah, so I like it. Wouldn't it's not, not going to change my perception in like a bad way, but it's just very interesting if 
there's like unique insight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I wonder what the author has been through. Like if the author has a connection to Nepalese culture or, um, you know, it's just, it makes me really curious what the author has been through. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. For the sake of Sina. Okay. Our next one, our entree rewriting the villainous. So this is an isekai. You said Yes. <laughs> it has 5.6 million views. It has about 320,000 subscribers and the ratings at 9.6. Commander Liza Mary of the Imperial Knights returns victorious to the Empire of Phaeton after a long war to subjugate an enemy kingdom. But little did she know that her beloved fiancé, Ilian, would leave her for Flora, the princess of the fallen enemy kingdom. After drinking herself into a heartbroken stirper that night, Liza's world, oh, Liza awakens to the modern world in the body of a timid high schooler, Doyen. Puzzled and confused, Liza seeks to find out what happened and return to her own world, aided by Doyen's friends, Ian and Laura, who suspiciously look like... Ilian and Flora. So this story is kind of interesting because it's an isekai, but it's a reverse isekai. It's not the usual format that we see where the main character goes to a fantasy world. It's the main character goes to a modern world. But yeah, that leads me to my first question. Is this really isekai or is it like a slice of life? (laughs) Oof. (laughs) I think it's isekai. I would say, yeah, reverse isekai. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You still think it's isekai, even though it's like really pushing it's the slice so of life. It's so slice of life vibes. It's pushing the slice it's of life. so <laughs> slice of life vibes. Really pushing the slice of life genre. Um, why do you think the author decided, this is where my, my real first question comes in. Why do you think the author decided to approach it in this format? Because there's too many isekais. Not enough isekais. There is not enough. I have seen a couple reverse isekais, and I have enjoyed them, but I've seen them in drama format. Oh, okay. I think the first isekai that I ever heard, read, saw was, and I hate to say this, but it was Sword Art Online. I think that was a lot of people's first isekai. That was... I think that, that was what of, popularized the yeah. genre. It's good, but if you're going to watch it, stop at the first half of the first season. You've seen enough. Mm-hmm. Let it be good. Yeah. yeah. Agree. Agree. So I would consider this an isekai. Yeah, it's an isekai. I do like that it's like kind of chill. Mm-hmm. No one's going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, well, except maybe Liza. <laughs> um, spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's good. It's okay. I mean, what? Wait. <laughs> I mean, okay. Okay. Wait. Wait. Pause. What do you like about it? And then, what does Ami like about it, or like not like about it? Because you're making faces right now. I do kind of like the like the little romance aspect they got going on, which is honestly like probably one of the bigger storylines arcs mm-hmm. that it has. Which, yeah. it's not normal for an isekai to have, like, a love triangle. <laughs> it's normally... Well, it is normal for a love triangle to occur, I guess. But, like, normally it's also, like, or you die. Like, figure out how to get out of here or you're dead. Um, and that's not the case. And I like that. Why I gotta be stressed out over fictional people? That's true. That's true. For me, I, I, I enjoy it. It's a fun read. I'd say it's like a casual read for me. Like I'm not super into it, like diehard fan, you know. Um, <laughs> it's very slice of life. It's a, it's a, 
because it's a reverse isekai the moments of where they're referring back to her like original lifestyle as in fantasy webtoon that she's in when they refer back to that and um, it kind of you know keeps you interested i feel like because you're just like wait I want to know, like, we know her full story, but I want to know, like, now that she's experienced the modern world, what would she change about her story? Can she change her story? I know that. Well, it's called rewriting the villainess. Right. So it's and she like, made a deal with the original. Like, right, the real right, right. So it's kind of like keeping you hooked in, like, oh, how will this story be rewritten for Liza? So having those elements of her past world keeps it spicy for me. The real normal side, I don't know, Slice of Life just doesn't vibe with me. It's just because... Boring. Yeah, it's boring to me because I'm already living life. Why do I need to watch or read other people <laughs> living life? Like, sure, the love triangle's cute and all, but... That's a valid point. I don't know. Slice of Life has never really been my cup of tea. <laughs> okay, so we know Ami hates romance okay, no. tomato tomato <laughs> Stop. I mean he hates slice of life okay I don't hate it it's just not my genre of choice mm-hmm. I like it but I it's not my favorite um, yeah isekai See? that I've read I well, think yeah. it would probably be something that I binge you know I feel like mm-hmm. I would there isn't enough chapters for me to have an opinion like a good opinion about like it one there's, and done binge yeah there's mm-hmm. 20 there's like 20 some chapters out so I don't think there's enough substance to the story to mm-hmm. make a good opinion about it but I know like we are starting to learn a little bit more about the characters the characters up until now feel a little bit one-dimensional to me yeah. besides Liza Liza is the only one who seems to have a little bit more like three-dimensionality yeah. to her so i want to see that carry on to some of the other characters we can see where liza's trauma from her childhood i'm invested in that in her backstory yeah, yeah i'm her interested backstory. in Ilian and flora how does that happen yes yes that's that's that too. he started a war in your country and you're coming here being like yeah i'll fall in love with him i feel like she's a villain I don't know what's going on, but like, I'm like. The readers of the story were saying, oh, people thought that Liza was the real, like, hero. But that's because she was, like, a nice person, you know? But I'm saying, I don't think everyone is nice. I think Flora is, is like, the real up villain. to something. I think she's actually a villain. If someone. Listen. <laughs> listen. If there was a war in your, in your country mm-hmm. and your city and your town, you're the princess. Yes. Living a good life. Mm-hmm, good life. You get kidnapped. The person that kidnaps you is like, I'm falling in love with you. I'd be like, what? <laughs> I'd be like, you! Get away from well, me! But, but people do fall in love with the kidnapper. It's not- yeah, it's called Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. It's not real. I'm just saying, if she's pretending, like, I just feel like you can't be real. Like, y'all barely know each other. He ruined your life. He ruined everyone who you know. And love. And love. Like, he ruined all their lives. And you're just like, yeah, we'll get married. Okay, you're 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 spitting. Valid. I'm just saying. Facts, no printer. That's all I gotta say. This story could go many different ways. Um, so Ian or Jihoon, <laughs> y'all care who she ends up with? No. no. Fuck. No. Okay. Wait, do you care? <laughs> A little bit. I think it's interesting. Okay. Okay. Wait. 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 Let me pause. I, I guess I'm not reading it for the romance. I'm reading it for. Well, I feel like the romance is I all know, it has. It's important. It's important. So, <laughs> but yeah. right now, I mean. I know, it's important. But at the same time, I would want her to almost find herself. Because, you know, <laughs> Doyeon. Well, like, real, real, real tea. Okay, first of all. No, okay, no, yeah, sorry. no, 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 no. Wait, <laughs> let me finish. 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 Okay, Doyeon 
wrote, created Liza, right? And yeah. Liza's story, her path was for her to fall in love with Ilian, right? Reading her backstory, her mom basically set it up for her in a way where she's not worth anything unless she marries or, well, the royal, right? Sorry about that stroke. Um, well, <laughs> even Mina was like, maybe it's not love. Maybe it's like a different yeah, kind of love. Exactly. Oh, so yeah. I want, basically where I'm going for this, if Doyan falls in love with the real Ian, you know, where his character is like, based off of them sure that's t however if she wants to like she's not really interested in him though it doesn't seem like yeah. she's really interested in him and then there's this other kid she blushes with him yeah, yeah. her little heart to the little heart, dark, donkey yeah. donkey yeah. she kind of vies with him so like part of me is just like i want to see where this is going but i don't have any solid chips yet yeah. so this is your shit i have like rafts right now <laughs> but i i just feel like if your heart goes doki doki there's something. There's something there. Mm-hmm. I like that they both look out for her and that she's, it's like completely over her head. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wondering who got her the dress. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. the outfit. Mm-hmm. Probably Jihoon though, because he's got money. That's true. But um, I also like that he's friends with her brother mm-hmm. and was nice to him. Like, I feel like he's a good character. Ian and Laura, I feel like maybe weren't that good of friends to Doyen. Mm-hmm. But we don't know enough. Yeah, but that's what I'm vibing. Because why is she still, like, bullied? Why is she still, yeah. you know? Yeah, especially if they're this- popular. Okay. That leads up to my next question. And yeah. I want to hear a little bit more from you, Onion, because you haven't said that much. Uh, what do you think <laughs> about... the conversation. What do you think about the duality between Liza and the real Dolan? Okay. First of all... <laughs> The fact that she literally ran away from the author, Do, Doyen, Do, Doyen, the real Doyen, the real Doyen, the fact that she literally run a, runs away from her problems, okay. and then asks this character, and then asks to- this character she creates to fix it for her, like girl. I mean, I know going through struggle builds character development. Like you put Liza through character development. Like why can't you character develop yourself now? <sighs> As I was reading, I mean, I know the webtoon kind of, you know, surfaces that and talks about it, points at it. But as I was reading before the webtoon, like, hinted at it, I was kind of getting kind of annoyed. I was like, this girl really, like, making friends for you, cleaning up after all of your oil spills and all of your messes or whatever, and making you, like, be, well, not be loved, but, like, you know, just kind of stepping out of her own comfort zone of what the original... Putting an effort into the right, relationships. Right, putting effort into the relationships, stepping out of her comfort zone that she probably wouldn't have been able to do and really making her be loved by people and actually showing people... Love. I mean, love, yeah, and different characteristics. Like I mean, that, what that grandma said on the beach? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. She has a lot to thank Liza for. I think Liza also has a problem too. I think she's so dependent on her lover in the OG, in her where she her, her origin, original story, and and that she's so adamant of. I think the only reason why she's going out talking to people is only because to get, get back her to where she is. Yeah, so that's right. At first, it didn't start out legit, mm-hmm. but then it slowly turned that way because you know emotions are volatile yeah i think she still has a whole lot of other baggage she needs to deal with even if she comes back let's say you're my lover okay okay? (laughs) and then you're like oh you should start trying to hang out with other people i'm like no i'm gonna sit with you i'm gonna eat food with you i'm gonna sleep with you i'm gonna only wake up when you wake up i'm gonna sleep (laughs) only when you sleep kind of thing like that and then codependence yeah so you're like suffocated but i don't see that i'm just like wow he jit jit he jit jit (laughs) 
he ditched me for another lady. And so she puts blame on other people and doesn't mm-hmm. think like, oh, I'm probably the problem mm-hmm. that created this drift. Mm-hmm. But in a way, Doyin, or sorry, Liza being in Doyin's body, mm-hmm. right, is helping her work through that, right? I would say... Do you feel like... I, I would say so, but she doesn't realize it yet. Like, okay. she, maybe unconsciously, maybe little bit by little bit, but she's still on the forefront of, oh, I need to go back, I need mm-hmm. to be with this man. Okay. Well, I mean, what's the alternative? Oh, yeah, because yeah, she can't stay in that world forever yeah. either. She mm-hmm. eventually does have to go back. So it's like, even if she does fall in love, creates the relationship with... Even if she realizes she's actually built connections with these people, she's going to have to go back. Right. Yeah. And you can see in, like, the later chapters that she's starting to put up that boundary, like, oh, why does it matter? Like, when they're at the beach and playing in the water, she's like, why does it all matter when I'm going to be leaving soon and I don't know when I'm going to be... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that creates another whole... Th- whole lot of insecurities too of it's sad yeah. like being able to not connect make connections with other people because you're just like i'm gonna leave them anyway so mm-hmm. what's the whole point i kind of think jihan is also having that same character development because he talked a lot about moving from oh, school to school um yeah. his best friend being like the dog that he spent a lot of time with at his previous school and i don't know what else mm-hmm. so i feel like it's a coming-of-age story, and I think yeah. it's a coming-of-age story for multiple characters. Do you guys think you know yourselves? Like, you found yourselves? No. <laughs> it's... I think it's, like, a life journey. It is. Because you're always changing. Mm-hmm. And I think some people should put more effort into mm-hmm. how they're changing. Right. Mm-hmm. And into finding themselves. Yeah. Before they jump to other people. Like, you can yeah. become codependent on anything. Not mm-hmm. just relationships, but objects, you know? Mm-hmm. It's really important to like look within first before yeah. looking without or outward. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you all know what. Yeah. I mean. yeah. <laughs> okay. So where where do you where do you all think this story is going to go? Because I thought that this was interesting because usually when these types of isekais happen, yeah. not necessarily reverse isekai, but like isekai that involves the original character mm-hmm. body switching. It's like isekai. a full swap. Yeah, full it's swap. A, yeah. You you typically see the person, so in this case, Douyin, you typically mm-hmm. would see Douyin living in the fantasy world as well. The real Douyin has been stuck in this like dreamlike yeah. fantasy, <laughs> dreamlike world basically and has no idea how to get out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of interesting that the author decided to do that. Like, here, just be stuck in this dreamlike fantasy. Unless, is this dreamlike fantasy a way for her to look within? I thought it was like a prison. Yeah. Like a pretty prison. Mm-hmm. It seems like a prison. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, when you're forced to be with your own thoughts, it do be a prison cell. Wow. Maybe Amen. she is being forced. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, what position would you rather be in? Would you rather be thrust into an entire universe that you don't know? Oh, or... yeah, that was one of my questions. Oh. <laughs> or be stuck in a... Because she says that she can't think of anything and it comes into, like, an actual thing, right? Mm-hmm. That's what Doyeon yeah. said. So would you rather live in a world where you can make anything you want? Like, create your own universe? So for the real Doyeon, she's in there, she can create whatever she wants. She's still there by herself. Yeah. And she doesn't know if she can get out. Yeah. So that's, like, solitary confinement. Mm-hmm. X infinity yes and then for Eliza she's thrust into the other world doesn't know if she'll get back if she does get back knows that it is likely that she dies mm-hmm, mm-hmm. unless she is somehow able to change it and that she's technically not real yeah and you're asking me which I would rather have yeah. <laughs> obviously for me 
I'd rather be muted into a world I don't know. Yeah. And I have to navigate that challenge. Which mm-hmm. I was surprised by how quickly Liza adapted yeah. to the modern world. It kind of reminds me a little bit of um, Your Throne. Mm-hmm. Like a slice of life or shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, if that was Isekai, like, give or take, like. When what ways does it remind you? Mm-hmm. Do you want to elaborate? <laughs> Maybe the purple. That's a big part. The purple hair. <laughs> and, and then just like general vibes. Like they're just got like, I could kill you. But I won't. Um, yeah, just bad bitch, you know. Yeah, it gives me like Kimini Tadoke vibes, you know. What's that? Like, um, it's a it's a Japanese like slice of life. What's English? Um, from me to you. Uh, it was a romance. Is that the girl in- that looks like the Grudge? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. It, oh, okay. It gives yeah, me those vibes, just about. like the whole friend group forming around her, stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. was bullied before, wasn't really liked, and then the whole friend group forming around her. Yeah. And you start seeing everyone's like characters, the love triangles. It's very like given. There's it's giving shoujo. Do you guys think they're gonna learn that it's not Doyon? Yeah, I think eventually. Oh yeah, that's something that we never touched on. Only one person knows. Mina, the girl who was bullied, the other girl who was bullied in her class, is the only one who knows that it's her. And I wonder what kind of, like... I don't know. Imagine if the person you were talking... Like, it's basically being catfished, you know? It is being catfished. It's being catfished. The guy's falling in love. They're both falling in love with her. And it's not her. her. We should play Spets on who finds out next. It'll be like Orin High School Host Club with the little light I love Orin High School Host Club. (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) I think... um, she hit what's his out of the out of the guys or the out of everyone, out of everyone. All the friends. Um, I think Flora. You think oh, Flora? Really? Mm-hmm. I was that thinking, was also gonna be my guy. Yeah, I think Flora seems kind of like the like extroverted preppy girl, but she seems very she intuitive. Knows she knows what's going yeah. on. She seems very intuitive. I think it's only been because she's been busy, but yeah. I feel like she's gonna be more of a character mm-hmm. in the coming chapters. I think it's gonna be the her high childhood guy friend. Just gonna find PM. out first. Yeah, Ian. I think surprisingly hasn't name? figured out like already. Yeah. Especially if you were friends in childhood. Yeah. Like yeah. I think I would I would think that I would know if I was someone. Well, else any of us. Yeah. yeah, I would know. Yeah. We've been friends for since second grade. I would yeah. know if you're yeah. and, you know, I'm surprised the brother doesn't know. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. But I think they're also like really had a bad heavily, relationship. Not that, but they're heavily blaming it on her accident. Yeah, well, that's accident. true. Remember, she, she like that car accident. Oh, but I think there was another accident before that too, because that's when they were like she started acting different since then. Oh yeah, a lot of things are happening, and I feel like we're just in the introduction part. I think it's too early to judge it. Yeah, it's, it's twenty five. What twenty five? Twenty something chapters. Yeah, twenty something. I would recommend it, but I would also maybe binge it. So yeah, so I think I'm a just so want to wait. wait. Yeah, I just want you want to wait a little bit, wait for more to come out. But I definitely think it's one of the like binge worthy something that's binge worthy but not yet <laughs> yeah okay well i guess that wraps up our discussion for rewriting the villainous onto our dessert if you could be put or put one of your friends into a different world what world would it be i said you legend of zelda breath of the wild and i said you animal crossing i was like i feel like oh, you would really enjoy that oh my gosh yes i would love to be yeeted into breath of the wild make me survive i would probably die right away but it'd be fun death because you've collected everything in the game yeah. you, have a, you have the regression trait 
What's the... I don't oh, know. Oh, okay, I'm omniscient reader, yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, let's get started with our next discussion, our dessert. Our dessert <laughs> is... Oh, did you have more to say? Yeah, what world would you want to go oh, to? Oh, what world? <laughs> you really want to... Oh, for, uh, oh okay. avoid the whole question. <laughs> oh, cool. Well, because you're like, oh, Animal Crossing. I'm like, yeah, that works. Okay, move yeah, on. Yeah. Um, have you guys seen Tensuda? Oh my gosh, no. it's so oh, good. Fly. It's so funny. I would probably want to be in that world, honestly. It's so freaking mm-hmm. funny. So, another isekai. Was that planned? Maybe it was. <laughs> what about you? Oh, Haikyuu. I know. I think. Oh yeah, you've got, said that before. Yeah, because I just love Haikyuu, <laughs> and I would want to go to Haikyuu in my high school state. Because if I went now, I'll never mind. I'll just never mind. What? No, because no high school me was like obsessed with Haikyuu. Like, not only big state, I was like, oh my, I could be with one of these characters. Oh, <laughs> no, okay, not me now. Okay, that's kind of like. This, okay? No, it's okay. You don't have fictional love interests. Even if they're minors? Yeah. Well, no. Back when high school first came out. She's declining it, you know? She said maybe when she's in high school. High school, you. You'd be feeling high school, you's biggest dream. It would be like for the sake of Sita, you would go back in time. I'd be like, well, I'm a pedo now. But no. But like. No, because High School season one first came out when I was a freshman in high school, so 13, They've 14. They've aged with you now. Yeah, they're, okay. They're that's the age right? with you. So they're like 27, okay? And let's say, give or take, right? In 2023. Okay. I'm, I'm 24, 23. And so we're like the same <laughs> age. <laughs> I don't know. I feel so weird because I like, like, I, I, I won't be with them, okay? Like in their high school state because that's weird. I think that's weird too. But I would want to be in high when I'm in high school. But it's even weird too because it's like my oh, I'm a body, uh, thirteen year old body with like a twenty three year old mind. Oh, like back to you, yeah. Yeah. So then it's like for sake of Sita, it's a guy who's fifty back in his. Yeah, but past you wouldn't know. Past you would just be thrust into the world. Oh, if you're making that decision good. for. Yeah. Oh, if I didn't know, I would just thrust into. Oh yeah, yeah I'll be fine. If I didn't have no recollection, yeah. recollection. Yeah. Election. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be thrust. I'll be fine. I'll, if I was thrust with no memories and back into my high school body, yeah, I'd go to. I just you. want everyone to know if that whole rant wasn't enough. Um, not a pedophile. <laughs> just a really big fan. Yeah. <laughs> like, clarify, I'm not a pedo. I don't like kids. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, just drop it. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, on that note, <laughs> let's get started with our dessert. Tricked into becoming the hero and stepmother. Ooh. A little bit about this webtoon. It, we're at 42.6 million views. The subscribers are almost at a million, but it's not quite there yet. It's at 950, yeah, 950,000 <laughs> numbers. I can't do numbers. And a rating at 9.7. So the synopsis. After her death, Daisy Heidi is reincarnated into the world of Why Did the Duke's Daughter Roll Across the Pumpkin Patch? A so-called tragedy novel where the beautiful heroine Perta indulges in reckless lust and hedon- hedonism with 10 ardent suitors to a bitter end. <laughs> Though Daisy is reborn as a poor commoner in this world, she has one distinct advantage over the others in her second chance at life. She's the author of the original novel. When fate brings Daisy into the lives of the novel's heroine Perta and her dashing father Duke Henstone, Daisy vows to do everything she can to prevent Perta's future of despair. 
Dang. I forgot Pierda was like that. She was like living the life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I will. I read it before this, mm-hmm. so a while ago. I I didn't think y'all would be that into it. Um, because I would consider this also slice of life. To be honest, yeah, yeah. I mean, no. yeah, you're yeah. just seeing this little kid get in trouble and do things they shouldn't be but doing. But it's fantasy. Fantasy slice of life. How is it? Because they're like old in older times. Yeah. Were, <laughs> I just feel like, you know, we should go to the Renaissance Festival. Then. Okay. That's <laughs> also fantasy. Side note. <laughs> Um, yeah, I thought it was fine. I read it. Honestly, I don't think I've read some of the recent chapters. I think it's one of the ones that I keep. They need to get together. And they yeah. keep hinting at it. They clearly both like each other. Mm-hmm. Even the Duke. Yeah. assistant knows it. Um, Everyone knows it. <laughs> and so I, I kind of want to see it into the future, though. I want to see how it changes the storyline. Mm-hmm. I really like the story just because of how lighthearted and how funny it is. I think the characters is what makes this story. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, before I get into the next question, what are what were your first impressions? I thought it was cute. Uh, I like the little the little kid with the fuzzy hair. She's very Chesna, very wholesome, mm-hmm. and, and I think it's so funny is that like she will grow up to be like a person promiscuous lady yeah. who tries to get all these things. Uh, I, want, like, I want that timeline like now. Yeah, me too. I like, okay, I I'm that. like, I'm, I love jump you ahead. as a kid, but let's jump ahead a she's couple She's a stepmother years. and she's mm-hmm. trying to have her not, you know, yeah. be out here. Mm-hmm. But good for her. I'm like, can I read that? Can I read a reverse harm now? <laughs> and with the same like character oh, list? Yes. I'd read that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really enjoy the story. It's funny. It's wholesome. It's cute. You know, I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we know that the reason why she's at the Duke's household is because they thought that she stole a necklace, even though oh, yeah. it's because she wrote the story. She knew that the auction was going on and she had the funds to buy the necklace. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was interesting that right away she just tells him, like, we're a novel I wrote this novel. My friends yeah. wrote this novel. I know everything about these characters except for... Like, that him. was her way to get out. That was her way to get out. But she just tells him right away, I know everything about this world, about these mm-hmm. characters. But what's interesting is that she knows nothing about him because he wasn't mentioned at all in their original story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... And he's got, like, a sad backstory, too. Yeah, I'm surprised Pretty that all the characters... Like, she, I know her and her friends wrote the story... Even though they're written in the story, we don't think about like apart from what was written. Like they're like the king, like you said, it was never written the story. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, are they characters or are they considered like real life people now? Like if you're transported into like oh. Hunger mm-hmm. Games, right? And Katniss Everdeen, you don't see her as like an actual person. You just see her as a, just a character in a book. Would you still be able to fall in love with a character in a book that you were thrust into? Or just see them, oh, this is, like, 2D, you know, separate. I feel like you could. I think it's yeah, a little it's different, though. It's her reality right now. It's her reality right now. And it's a little yeah. bit different because even though she has this presumptuous knowledge of this mm-hmm. world that she's in, mm-hmm. because of the fact that Hottie, the, the Duke's assistant, and the Duke himself was never written as a solid character in the story, mm-hmm. she's basically, like, it's her reality. She's basically learning about this person as if... She's just meeting him for the first time versus yeah. Perda, 
she was able to win over Perta's trust immediately because she wrote, the like, she created the character. Yeah. But even then, she created the character and knew her, but, like, how much did she know about, like, baby her? Mm-hmm. That's also interesting because mm-hmm. they wrote the story, but it's about her adulthood, not yeah. about her childhood. Why? So they're, like, trying to prevent, you know? Her. What if the Duke is dead? That's why he's not the story. What if he dies? Oh, that'd be sad. But like, oh. I just want to know why she. First of all, why was she transported into the story? What happened to her? And why was she transported into such an early stage of all the characters' lives? Before versus, the book even started. Yeah, versus where they actually started writing. That's why I'm like, it's kind of like a slice of life. It's like not even about what it's about. It's about <laughs> their life. Yeah, I guess. But I just want to time jump so bad. Like, yeah. just want them to time jump forward. Like, mm-hmm. we see them have the wedding when she's yeah. a kid, and then they do like eight years later. I don't or think she's like gonna that. become the person. I don't think she's gonna become like getting all the guys because so. they changed her. Per- they're changing her. They're trying future. to change her future. So right I don't now. think she's gonna follow the storyline in the book. But I feel like she is like, reverse harm now. Yeah, I feel like there's gonna be something like. That they're miscalculating as they're trying to prevent all these men from... She's got to have at least one suitor. Yeah, I feel like they're definitely miscalculating. Like, for example, the one kid, I don't know his name, but the kid that got sent overseas, you know, for school. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's going to go overseas and come back. He's going to be like, I owe you because you did that. I'll protect you. you. But the reason why they sent him overseas is because he was supposed to grow up to be a villain. Remember? Right. So they sent him. So they sent him overseas with night training instead of before he wasn't in night training. They're just involved in. But he was supposed to go overseas like when he was older. No, he wasn't. He was supposed to grow up to be a villain mafia oh mm-hmm. wait wasn't there somebody the who got sent overseas yeah was him that was him remember so the <laughs> the guy with the fluffy beard i don't remember his name oh yeah the sheep yeah the countess we'll call him countess sheep countess sheep he didn't realize he had a daughter yeah, yeah mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. daisy she knew like oh that guy's grandkid grows up to be a, the main villain in the story right, right, right. but so they were trying to prevent it by reuniting them together, mm-hmm. reuniting the countess and the daughter together so that the grandchild can grow up in a like a loving home right. as opposed to growing up. I'm just saying, I feel like they're miscalculating, like there's going to be some sort of plot twist where all these people that they were trying to avoid are going to come back and it's going to be reverse heart. I just want to reverse heart. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Now, what if the story ends when they get married? No. Yeah, it becomes a stepmother. That's the title. <laughs> I know. I mean, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, the title of this webtoon <laughs> is Tricked into Becoming the Heroine's Stepmother. I think, yeah. I'm still thinking about the reverse harm. I'm I like, just want maybe that. I want to be in a reverse harm. What's oh, going on? Yeah, what what the, why don't we have suitors? <laughs> Start the Google form. <laughs> I have my one of my questions. So think of how Perda and Hadi, which is really funny, how they often scheme together to get the Duke and Daisy together. If you were Perda and we're trying to come up with a plan to be the best wing person for one of us here, what would your plan be? Be your wing woman? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, because what were some of their schemes that they did? That um, Perda and Hardy did. That beach thing that didn't work out. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. I feel like I would do the classic, you're locked in the same room together. 
works in like every in every anime. scenario and every, every, like, every cliche every cliche i mean I, I do you do i know that you like this guy yeah how close are we to this guy are we like friends or is it like a stranger you met across the room and you're like oh i'm interested no no okay <laughs> let's say it was pre i'm not trying to use names and we can cut some stuff out but let's just say it was pre Okay, and like you had to get them, and this is all muted. A few minutes later, I think I was just straight out. We're sitting eating, and I'll just tell him, "What do you think about?" <laughs> and I'm just like, and he'd be like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "Do you like her?" He'd be like, "Yes or no?" I'd be like, "Oh, then you should totally ask her out. Who knows? She might feel the same. Do it." Yeah, You're onions direct. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. think I'm direct. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I've ever tried to wing person any of my friends. Together. I guess if I know for sure of each other's feelings, then I'll be like, just do it. Well, yeah, you'll know because like in the same situation that yeah, Perda yeah. and Hadi are in, like they they clearly see that they like each other. Yeah, so I'll you're in like, that same it. situation. Yeah, yeah, I can do it. Ask her out. Very direct. Yeah. You'd be like, put them in the same room and yeah. lock them in. Yeah, that's very cliche, but it works in the dramas. So I yeah. can see why you'd go that route. <laughs> in dramas, K dramas, you both. Trip them both over, and they'd be like touching hands when they grab their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you're just bullying people. You're like, when they're holding on to like books and papers. And I stuff. would set them both up on a blind date. <laughs> but they know each other already, though. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. Oh. Yeah. They would be like, oh, I'm gonna put you on a blind date, and then it's with each other. Or you say something like, oh, do you wanna go out to eat? With me, with with me, and then that their friends like, oh, do you want to go out to eat yeah. with me and oh. the, their friend? So like, I'd be like, hey, Cash, you want to go out to eat with me and mm. Onion, me and Onion, and then Onions like to the other person that we're trying to like, you know, yeah. Do you want to go out to eat with? This would not work. Why? Have you seen <laughs> how I dress regularly? We could say dress pretty. That's a dress entire. We're trying to yeah. treat ourselves. Like, okay. yeah. Treat ourselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we go there. We'd be like, you know, sit at the table and then we eat. We eat. <laughs> so we have some scheduling thing we gotta do. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. Oh, or we don't even show up. You're Dang. just there. And then the other guy's there. And you're like, wait. And then it's a Spider-Man meme. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> interesting <laughs> we would not be we, I think we'd all be bad as yeah <laughs> I think we would be bad as a wing person which is why I like Chestnut's character because I know that they wrote her as a puppet master like that was her that was her personality in the original novel but it's interesting to see how that their schemes kind of play out like the one when she drew a heart on the playing cards and was like, if you see, if you get a heart, then you have to kiss the person next to you. I was just like, where is this little girl coming up with these uh, things? I was so confused. She was just like, let's all sleep in the bed together. Ah, <laughs> yes, 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 and they yes. all were sleeping. Uh, but she has to, she has like, she can use her childness to help with it. Yeah. Too. yeah. Like, for She's sure. like, that's not awkward. I'm a kid. Yeah, exactly. You're weird for thinking that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It gives me like, Spy X family vibes, you know, with the little kid oh, yeah. trying to manipulate or not even manipulate, but Spy X family, you know, there's Anya who is, oh, I'm trying to make sure like my fake mom and dad are like happy together kind of thing. It's yeah. very enjoyable. Yeah. So the story is definitely more centered around the characters more so. Like the story is important, but it's definitely the characters that bring out the 
I guess, wholesomeness and the... The charm. The charm of the story. Um, who, who is each of your favorite characters? Mm, that's a hard one. I mean, you can't not like Chestnut. So should we all be like, no Chestnut? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, except for Chestnut. <laughs> I'd say Hattie. He's pretty good. Yeah. He's just like always there for the Duke, but also really there for not only Chestnut, but also the Daisy. Games. Yeah, he's just there for everyone. I would agree. I'd second that. I think he's got good vibes. Mm-hmm. I was afraid before there would be some love triangle situation with Daisy, but oh, there yeah. wasn't. And I was just so cause... glad. I was just like, thank goodness there isn't some love triangle. But now there's a kind of love triangle with, yeah, the, with the prince. prince. Uh, the so, yeah, I guess for my favorite character, well, my favorite character was Chestnut, but I think the character I'm most interested in knowing more about would be the Duke. Just a little bit. Yeah. Because we figure out early on in the story, well, maybe not early on, it's a little bit like mid story, that he's not actually Chestnut's dad. Yeah. yeah. He it's Chestnut is his older sister's daughter. So uncle. hmm So he's the uncle. So I'm like wanting to understand more of his backstory a little bit. And why are they framing it that he is her father mm-hmm. instead of saying like it's just, you know, still family's uncle. Like that's my niece kind of thing. Even though everyone in the palace knows he's the uncle, but outwardly Everyone in the kingdom believes that he's, yeah, like the actual father figure. Who's the real father? Dun, dun, dun. <gasps> yeah, who how is? Did, how does Chestnut's mom die again? Does, it doesn't say. It just says she she dead. <laughs> that's mm. it. So that's what, where I'm interested in. Not necessarily, like my favorite character is definitely Chestnut, but I'm interested in the Duke's backstory. Mm-hmm. Again, like where's the real dad? Yeah. Why is he the father figure? Why did he why did he have to become the father figure? Um we know that his sister died, but then what? Yeah, where's his real dad? We don't know if the real dad died. It never said mm-hmm. straight yeah. out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Weird. Weird. What do you guys think about this love triangle that's happening with the prince Prince Glenn? Don't like it. You don't like the prince character or are you No, just he's like fine. I don't like the triangle. Mm-hmm. Like he, the Duke and Daisy need to be together. I'm team Double D. <laughs> I'm team Duke and Daisy. Double D. Got it now. It took a while. I don't think the prince is a bad person. No, yeah. he's not. Just go love someone else, please. Um, I think it's interesting. We're so we're because we're getting a view perspective of the story so early on. The prince's younger brother is supposed to be one of chestnut suitors so they're getting in early right away but then we realize oh prince glenn the older the first prince is around daisy's age and has shown interest sometimes you just need some competition to get the game going that's true maybe they're they both clearly like each other but there's no push you know yeah right yeah like they're all they're just all focusing on chestnut's future Mm -hmm. so that's literally on their Whole mind twenty four seven. Does she not care to get back to her real life? Well, she died in her real life. Oh, I think that was explained in the beginning. I don't remember it. Don't it was remember really that. quick. Like, oh, she she died. Now she has a second chance at was life. Was it like a car accident? Oh. Yeah, it's something you know, cliche. Okay, for the isekai. Okay. So <laughs> she doesn't need to get back to her second her her real life because her right. real life is no longer. So this is her now life. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah. Any final thoughts? 
good. Take a read. Yeah. Pretty good. It's interesting that you thought that I wouldn't like this. Oh, yeah. I want to hear more about that. Um, Y'all just haters for love. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We should make a cow. How many times you said, I hate romance? No, yeah, it's not obviously. that I, okay. It's not that I don't like romance. It's like romance needs to be with something. It can't yeah. just be strictly romance. So this is romance with isekai, with fantasy, you know, right. comedy, you know, rom-coms. I can do rom-coms because at least it's funny, yeah. but seasons of blast. No. <laughs> Jeez. No. God, no. Okay. If we're going to, okay. Okay. It's romance. It's sad it's <laughs> it's heartwarming it's it's boring no you only read season one have you read season two okay 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 back me up <laughs> yes <laughs> what i mean just said okay anyway it needs to be romance with something else this is romance mixed with fantasy isekai you know all those great genres rom-com we love it heartwarming wholesome Funny kid, you know, there's what's not to love, but romance. If it's slice of life romance only, those two genres, I'm just kind of like, you know, I live life too. I don't need to read your life either. This kind of brings in the villainous one and then this current one. Would you want to be isekai into a world like Tricked into Becoming the Hero and Stepmother? Mm-hmm. Or would you want to be isekai into um, Douyin's situation where... You're living the life of somebody else. Checked into becoming the hero. Yeah. 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 Because at least you know, like, that's your life to keep mm-hmm. after yeah. you put on all oh, your true, effort. True, true. Right. Yeah. That and who wouldn't want to be classy? Hee <laughs> hee. <laughs> well, anyway, very excited for the story. This is on hiatus right now, so we don't really know um, when it's going to come back up, but it's definitely not over yet. I can see the story going very. I, well, I guess a lot of places, but right now it's focusing on chestnuts. reverse harem. Hopefully. Yeah, chestnuts. Uh, we need life, that. But <laughs> it seems like the consensus of opinion is that we want to see Perda grow up and Still begin the story. Mm-hmm, begin mm-hmm. the story that, that they wrote. Yeah, Daisy and her friends yeah. wrote. I want to see like how much Daisy was wild in. I'm like, that must be inspired from something. 10 author, 11 authors. Yeah, maybe we should do something like that. We should. I wonder what kind of characters you'd write. Oh my goodness, we should actually. Anyway. Well, anyway, to wrap that up, this was the fifth episode of The Heated Table, and I'm glad that you guys are still sticking around. We'll see you next time. I don't know when that will be, but we'll see you next time. Thanks. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Wow. Bye. Dear listeners, thank you for listening to the fifth episode of The Heated Table. Feel free to follow us on our journey by checking us out on social media at The Heated Table. We hope to see you there. This episode was facilitated by May. Editing was done by all of us, Ami, Cash, May, and Onion. Intro animation was done by May. Our theme song is produced by June on Spotify. All webtoons discussed in this episode are available on the webtoon app, downloadable on the Apple and Google Play stores. Thanks for listening. See you soon.